Warning, Geesebumps is a comedy podcast based on the works of R.L. Stein. Any similarity to an actual literature podcast is coincidental and unintentional. Practice till you drop dead. When Jerry finds a dusty old piano in the attic of his new house, his parents offer to pay for lessons. At first, taking piano seems like a cool idea, but there's something creepy about Jerry's piano teacher, Dr. Shriek. Something really creepy. Something Jerry can't quite put his finger on. Then Jerry hears the stories, terrifying stories about the students at Dr. Shriek's music school, students who went in for a lesson and never came out. There's also, the. you know what else is in this book that the back of the book doesn't mention? Mm. A ghost. Yeah! I'm Danielle, and I have a PhD. I'm JoJo, and I have a PhD. I'm Jeff, and I want to know which of Kevin Smith's friends he's going to slide into his production of the new He-Man Masters of the Universe animated series. Oh, it's going to be Jason Mewes as, <laughs> as Orko. Orko. <laughs> That's what I was yeah. thinking. Yep. We're all, we all know it. He's going to be like He-Man, snooch to the nooch. We got to go fight Skeletor. <laughs> We know, I, we all know it's going to be Jason Muse. We all knew he was going to play Orko. <laughs> I mean, they they want to get Jason Lee, but he's too good for He Man. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's too good for Kevin Smith. Ben Affleck is not as good as he thinks he is. He'll do like a quick, he'll do a t- a quick ten second like a character that doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, he'll do a cameo just to be like, I'm famous. Hey, you guys know Benifer's back? Hey, what? Benifer. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. They're it's not they're, true. they're getting back together. What? Yeah. No, but it's, it's been so many years. Yeah, it's fresh. Not true. She left uh baseball player man because she wanted A-Rod. to be with Yeah. Oh my god. Now she's with Batman. Oh man. B Rod. B Rod. So Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer Garner, he's got a thing for Jens. It's got a woman with the name Jen. Yeah. Was there an Aniston in there? I'm no, curious. That was, uh, was no, that B, was, was B Pitts. Yeah, that was Brad Pitts. That was the Pitts. I've heard Brad Pitt makes you say his name when you have sex with him, and also he does not uh, shower. I've see. I've no! heard. I was gonna say. I've heard that Brad Pitt smells like the Pitts. Oh my god. He smells like the Brad Pitt. Yeah, I've heard that he is stinky. He, well, it's like he stinks. He's like, I'm so fucking handsome. I'm so fucking hot. Let me go to wait. Let me. Let me. I, Shia LaBeouf as well. But let me go. Let me go to Google. Hold on. All right. Does Brad Pitt smell? And does he make you say his name? Yeah. What does Brad Pitt smell like? Some people care deeply about the answer to this question. In 2006, Brad Pitt was voted one of the world's unsexiest men because of his atrocious hygiene. Oh, my God. Apparently, his odor stems from an inability to bathe or wash his laundry. I'm sorry, an inability? I have a quick... On the topic of stinky stars, I do have a, a quick list to give you. Stinky stars, 10 celebrities who smell really bad from fandom wire. I will, I will raise your 10 celebrities <laughs> from Fandom Wire to 15 actors who allegedly smelled on and offset by Screen Rant. Oh, oh. shit. Screen Rant and Fandom Suspected Wire. Suspected fake website. <laughs> very yeah. reputable news sources. Why do we keep getting to Screen Rant? <laughs> because they're the only ones who talk about R.L. Stein. That's true. There's <laughs> no one else left. There's apparently, allegedly, that Eli Roth said Brad Pitt preferred cleaning himself with baby wipes. So he's at Coachella. So Brad Pitt lives like he's always, at Coachella. Always at Coachella. Yeah, Brad Pitt is mentally always at Coachella. Zach, Zach Efron stink. Russell Crowe stink. <laughs> I could believe Russell Crowe. Johnny Depp stink. Johnny Depp has here's, to stink. Here's, here's one. Shia LaBeouf has been called many things throughout the years. A plagiarist, a poser, <laughs> and now smelly. Wow, goddamn. Which one hurts more, being called a plagiarist or being called stinky? Yeah, Are they stinky? I think stinky is worse. Bradley Cooper stinks. Cameron Diaz stinks. Courtney Cox stinks. Oh, v- Vigo stinks. Can you believe that? Mortensen. I can absolutely believe that Vigo stinks. He looks like he stinks. 
All right. Here's an article from as early as April 29th of this year. Oh, wow. What does Brad Pitt smell like? <laughs> we finally have the facts. This is a fucking rabbit hole. Holy shit. I like that there's like a team like SETI who's like tracking Brad Pitt. And his stinkometer. <laughs> and his stinkometer. <laughs> It's like ghost hunting. They like enter a set that he's on and they've got like their their EKG reader. So I mean, I guess we land on everything seems to point to yes, Brad Pitt yeah. smells like shit. This is apparently yeah. a thing. Brad Pitt I... smell Brad Pitt stink. Brad Brad Pitt Brad stink. Brad Pitt stink. Um I guess we could just start talking about the book yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, that's wild, huh? Open this sucker up. So so squad, squad. What's up? Um what did what did, what did, what did, what did, what do we read today? This 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 week, the day of our Lord, 5-15-2021. Blaze it. We read we read? We read uh Goosebumps number 13. Piano lessons can be Muy murder. Good. Uh this one was originally published in hold on, let's see if I can find it. Um, it's, I'm gonna say 94. 90. It's got, well, 93, as Ooh, a matter of fact. Still 93. How Damn. many books did he publish in 93? Uh, my guess is this is the last one because I know he published uh, Welcome to Dead House and um, Stay Out of the Basement in the same month, I want to say. Yes, he did. Um, but uh, yeah, so this is good. This is uh, Piano Lessons Can Be Murder. Yep. And boy, uh, are they. Yeah. Bo- or, or are they? Because this book leaves a lot. Uh, to the imagination. I have many questions, but that's not till the end. Yeah. So yeah, and for and for now, what we need is a synopsis. I can do it if someone wants. Do you want me to? Do you want me to time you? <laughs> nope. I like the not. good old days. <laughs> I think we should. No, I think we should, All and right. then we could fill in the blanks. Let's All see right. if you can get through this nightmare oh, in two minutes. Fuck me. All do right. the yeah. We'll we'll keep it at two minutes. I guess that'll that'll constrain a little bit. The that'll, classic. That'll trap Danielle enough. Yes. Well, yes. Okay, I'm Danielle, you okay. got you got two minutes. I'm strapped in, ready to go. Ready? Yes. Go. Okay. Jerry, Jerome, and his parents have moved into. <laughs> what? Is Jerry Jerome? I don't know what you Time want is ticking. <laughs> God damn it! Don't try to sidetrack me. They move into a big old house in a new town called New Goshen, which sounds really fake. And they find, uh, well, Jerry finds a piano in the attic and they then somehow bring it downstairs and he's like, uh, starts trying to play it. And his mom's like, why don't you get some piano lessons? Meanwhile, there's a ghost that doesn't matter, blah, blah, no one cares. (laughs) And so he starts his piano lessons with a Dr. Shriek who looks like Santa and he is weirdly obsessed with Jerry's hands. And uh, then he does see this ghost, which says, don't fucking touch my piano, you piece of shit. And he doesn't listen and he does it anyway. He touches that piano a lot. And then he goes from taking classes in his house to at this freaky school where it's like a maze down in the basement. And he finds a talking robot sweeper. And uh, then he runs into this other dude like Mr. Pib or something um, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, he's like oh yeah I make robots and then later uh, J- Jerry discovers a whole entire room full of pianos being played by phantom hands because reasons and then the the ghost from the house shows up because reasons and then the hands all take Mr. Uh, Mr. Rivet into the into the forest, and um, I assume procreate with him. <laughs> How so, much time did you, you get got left? Ten with? seconds left. So, uh, the, um, you know what? Robots robots can't sweat. Top, <laughs> yeah, robots don't stink like Brad Pitt. Robots no stink like Brad. They, I was hoping you would throw in a quick trans rights at the end there. That would have been great. <laughs> also, trans rights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Trans rights are human rights. That's right. Trans rights are human rights. Uh, here's here. Okay, so you got you got most of it. Oh, yeah, oh, here's yeah, yeah. here's some of the parts you missed. Okay. Um, Jerry, uh, his last name is not Jerry Jerome. It's Jerry Hawkins. <laughs> oh, Jerry Jerome to me. He when he goes to school, he meets a girl named Kim who happens to live across the street. No, no, uh, not just who, named Kim. Kim El Chin. 
Kim Leechin. Kim Lil Kim Leechin. That's how you know that she's Asian American. Yes. <laughs> As a matter of fact. <laughs> so bad. And she plays violin. Uh, and she's actually afraid when she hears that Jerry is studying with Dr. Shriek. Um, there is the ghost uh, that is around, which is which is pretty great. The ghost is just trying to be like, oh, you're, you're scary. But there's also a part when Jerry goes to a psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Fire, I think, is his name. That's right. Yeah. Um, and uh, and otherwise, you got it all right. He goes, ends up going to the school. He meets the janitor uh, there, Mr. Toggle. Yep. Not no. Mr. Pibb. Close enough. But I could I can see how you made that mistake. Mr. Toggle sounds like a an off-brand yeah. soda name. Exactly. It He's like. an off-brand dude in the basement. And all, well, also there's the thing where the piano is playing itself at night all the time, so Jerry thinks it's haunted. So, but let me let me uh but here here's the thing we, we kind of we're kind of set up all these pieces, right? But here's the here's the climax of the book. Jerry goes to school at Dr. Shriek's. And he decides, you know what? I don't want to go anymore. There's this ghost telling me to stay away from Dr. Shriek. Kim is scared of it. I don't want to be involved anymore. Mom, dad, I must quit this school. And they say, you have to go down to the school and quit in person. So he does that. Dr. Shriek goes buck wild, tries to attack him. Mr. Toggle shows up. Turns out Mr. Toggle made Dr. Shriek and is the secret bad guy because why would they invent a janitor? <laughs> Unless he's a bad yeah. guy. Well, you think he's going to be a good guy because Jerry Jerry likes him at first, and then it's Jerry's like, stupid. Yeah, and so um, that happens, and uh, he basically says, "I I cut off hands," and at that time, the ghost shows up, and all the other ghosts attack Toggle. Which, by the way, the ghost could have done that the at whole any time. time. Uh -huh. There's a lot of like lo lo logistical, logical things that we're going to have to discuss regarding <laughs> infinite <laughs> questions about the last scenes. Yeah, so so that's that's the story of uh, of piano lessons can be murder. Guy finds p guy finds piano, gets lessons. Person teaching lessons turns out to be a robot. <laughs> mm -hmm. he, they want his hands, which they are beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful hands. They want his the, the, no the, the the janitor wants his hands, and then a ghost kills the janitor, yeah. and yes. then they stop playing. And then the the real villain here is piano lessons. Yeah, exactly. The real the. The real villain is a parent's expectation for their children. It, this is a this is a an, uh, this is a statement about leaving your kids the fuck alone. Yeah. So let's, before we go on, I just want to throw this out there because I'm on the uh, the goosebumps.fandom.com, which goes over the international releases. Oh. Um, do y'all want y'all want to know the titles of of uh, piano lessons can be murder in other countries? Yes, so please. in Italian, it's il pianoforte impazito, which means the crazy piano. Uh, it's misleading um, to it. Here's degree. one in in Spain. It was called Melodia Sin Sinistra. Mm -hmm. Sinister music. Sinister melody. I like that. Sinister melody. I like okay, that. this is a good one. This is this is from the French. Uh, Le con de piano et pieces mortales. Piano lessons and deadly traps. Uh that's yeah. It's, it's too long. Too long. Now this this one is in. Greek, and I actually don't know how to pronounce Greek as it's written. It's it looks like it's Onika Maumata Nianoi, and that me. means the the killer piano. It is all Greek to me. And it's not the piano that's misleading. Yeah, there's a lot a, of a misleading lot of them go so titles. so yeah. In 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 Portugal, it's O piano assassino, the killer piano. Piano doesn't do shit. Oh, but here's the here's the good one. La morte Albut de Deutz. Is that for German? Canada. Death at your fingers tips. Ooh, oh, that's cool. Want. Yeah. That's a good one. That one and the other one, the sinister piano, whatever one, that one I liked. Finger death. I like finger Here's, death. Here's the ones in, um, there's one in uh, the language, it's from Iran, and they have the coolest translated title, which is Piano Equal and Death, which I fucking wow. love. Wow. Piano equals death. It's true, though. It is true. Yeah. I know a lot of people who died by piano. Yeah. Always falling on people. That's a that's fun. It's funny, and then they do the thing where they pop out, and then their teeth are piano teeth keys. Are piano keys. Yeah. I love that one. But uh, piano piano lessons can be murder. Now now it's like you read it. Yeah, yep. can be moita. Can be the moita. Although I will I will object and say that technically, there's no murder happens in this book. No, no. not in not not on scene. There's some implied potential murder. This is one of the few ones where the title is an idiomatic expression. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, you know, like, oh, man, child raising a kid can be murder. And that could be a story about killing a kid. Or it can be a story about how tough it is to be a parent in these modern times. But like this one, this book in reading it, one read it in like 40. It was extremely fast. I don't know if this is like the shortest one that he's created. No, no, it just felt it felt fast. It felt fast because nothing happens. Every every page you're like, no, 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 no. But the 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 scary thing about this book, this book is weirdly more interesting in what it implies happens behind the scenes and like in regards to elements of the story and not what actually happens in the book itself. That's right. So we may end Mm. up talking a bit quite a bit about the end because that's where all of the uh, implications that's are. That's where all the juices. That's yeah. where all the good squeezy squeezes. But we in the in the meantime though, let's let's get into what we think this book is about. And by we, I mean Danielle, you have of course booked one of the finest goosebump scholars in in the world. Actually I have Mr. 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 Scary himself. The RL stuff. I, I have some bad news. What? I actually have some bad news about that. Um, I didn't click. Did you kill him? No, I didn't click send on the email, Danielle, Ew. to get him. Well, in. just send it now. Well, no. Well, I, I, I kind of made up for it. I had some time yesterday. And what I have for you instead is instead of getting the real RL in here, okay. I, I have through scientific engineering created a perfect facsimile oh. of RL Stein in the form of an android. How are its hands? His hands are great. No, everything about this RL that I created is exactly the same. You've created a robot Elstein. I've created a robot Elstein, and and the only difference between this robot RLstein and the real one, his hands are great, first of all. Good. The voice, the voice is a little stupid. Oh, uh, voice boxes are tough to come by sometimes. I, I, no. I couldn't get his voice to sound like actual R.L. Stein, so his voice is a little bit off. That's fine. I mean, hey, yeah. no one will notice. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wheel him in here. Um, okay. I, he I do have to control him a little bit from the other room just to make sure his levels are fine. Oh, so like a like with a race car. Yeah, yeah. I have to like him in the pit. Cool. All right, cool. so go go do that. Yeah. Dale and I will stay in here, right. not in separate locations entirely. Not at all. No, you guys are in the same room. I see you both with my human eyes. Where there's a robot yeah. in here now. All right, I'm going to bring I'm moving them in. All right, here you go. Uh, man, all right. It looks just like him. Yeah, I'm going to go I'm going to go now. So you guys have fun with Make uh, sure you press the on. Oh yeah, hold on. It's it's in his taint. I have to get down okay, here. Okay, well that's 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 the that best seems place in poor taste, <laughs> actually. I don't know that you want to include that in the show, but okay. You don't. You don't want to. You don't want to hit it accidentally. So you put it down where so. it's safe. <laughs> beeped. I don't like that at all. All right, he should boot up in about ten seconds. I'm gonna go get to the. Other, I'm gonna get to the mission control. So I'll, I'll see you guys in a little bit. Bye. Uh, uh, oh, oh, it's moving. Uh, oh, it's uh, alive. Oh, it's breathing out dust. Uh, is that supposed to happen? Hi, hi, Mr. Robot R.L. Stein. Robot L. Stein. Robotic Life Stein. Yes. That's my name, dude. Oh, shit. Oh, my. I have been given life. Oh, yeah. Oh. This, the voice box that they chose was odd. They never give robots dumb accents, do they? They should. That's and they, they do need. now. My, I may have a, a body of titanium and plastic, but my heart still beats red blood. So please don't hurt my feelings too much, bros. We w- we won't. So listen, robotic life. Um, How'd you know my real name too? That was what I wrote down. That was going to say. Oh, <laughs> I mean the re- the real answer, Jeff, is why did you think it was clever enough that I couldn't guess it? It was possibly maybe my second option was robot love or Stein, but that was just me. I like that because uh, it's about self love. So we we just concluded reading and going over the synopsis of Goosebumps number 13, Piano Lessons Can Be Murdered. And do us a quick favor. What is this book uh, about thematics? So uh, I have to access my robot databanks. Hold on one second. I got a little clipboard here. I don't have a real computer brain. I've just got like a really good organization. <laughs> you got a filing cabinet. I got a good filing cabinet. I got some note cards. I got one of those little flip guys from the 80s. It's real cool. Uh, so... This this book, I mean, first of all, you got to admit, this book was all over the place. But one of the things that really just ran through the book consistently was that a child's value and how that's perceived by both adults that they know in their family, but also how they're perceived by society. 
It's sort of like capitalism in the form of a child. A capitalistic child. A capitalistic child, Danielle. That is correct. That's why you got that food, as I like to call it, a PhD. It's a food. Yeah. Yes. Because I, in this book, I was trying to say that the only value of a child from the, from the perspective of an adult is a skill that can be exploited. Hell yeah. So when struggling with anxiety and stress over playing a piano, Jerry's parents overlook obvious connections between his distress and the piano. So at the beginning of the book, he hears his piano played up in the attic. He's like, what's going on, bro? What's up, that? And then he goes and sees it, and he starts getting more distressed over time as the piano continues to play itself, and he sees a ghost. His parents kind of ignore the obvious signs, and instead of trying to approach him like adults should and find out the root of his problems, they instead keep pushing him to take lessons. Yeah, you gotta let him work it out, you know? Yeah, instead of just being like, maybe we shouldn't push our, our, our child to like learn this instrument. No, maybe because, we should push him harder. Yeah, they bring in and pay for an instructor within that same week because they can see that there's a potential for their child to net them potentially some future income. They look at it as like bragging rights. And even the father says at one point, I never played piano and neither did your mother. So they can see the potential in their progeny to be able to take on this skill and do a thing that they couldn't do. Vicarious satisfaction. Yes, living vicariously through the kid. It's obvious that the piano is a source of distress for Jerry, even though his parents don't believe he's seen a ghost play the instrument. He tells them constantly that he's scared by it. He's freaked out. He has anxiety so bad his parents start sending him to therapy and it's only when he has a complete meltdown that they finally like relent and say yo bro you don't gotta play no mo and that's gonna be fine but they make him take that up himself instead of just saying you know what we're gonna stop this you have to go and stop it yourself putting another roadblock in front of him i mean i see i see how they like they don't they don't notice jerry until he's doing something that they it definitely sounds like parents just don't understand. Parents just don't understand, but it's not just the parents. It's also Mr. Toggle and other people. That's the most blatant one because it's an issue with the villain who sees Jerry and numerous other victims as simply a pair of beautiful hands attached to meat and bone. His sole interest is stripping the source of skill and talent from piano players and throwing away the rest, assumedly. Both the parents in this story, as well as the villain, don't see Jerry as a whole person, but instead just a pair of hands to be exploited for their own pride or personal fulfillment, or because you just want to have a big old room full of ghost hands playing some beautiful music for you. What's wrong with that? It's nothing wrong with that, Danielle. Thank I'm just you. saying, you got to be honest about there's, it. There's a, there's a couple <laughs> things wrong with that. I'm just going to say it. But yeah, so it's really about the exploitation of this child that they don't see as a full person. You know, they just see it as... A skill and pretty blatantly a pair of beautiful hands. And when you take that away, the rest is just garbage, which is where I assume all those other kids, adults and women were thrown away in once the hands were stripped. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have... <laughs> Some hands that are floating midair playing piano for you. That's the name of that song. We did it. We, d we did it. <laughs> we, we nailed it. We did it, bros. Well, thank you, Robot Lifestein, and to pointing out all of the horrible, <laughs> nightmarish stuff that kids go through. Indeed. Because it is pretty bad. Yeah. Let me tell you. And if you don't take care of that type of stuff when you're young, sometimes you'll end up being a grown man making a robot looking like another man and then wheeling it out here and putting the button in the taint. So get therapy, bros. True. Therapy's good. Get a power down now. Bye. I love you. Bye. 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 He's... He's dead. Okay. Hey, guys. Hey, Jeff. That was excellent piloting that you well did. Well done, Wait, what are, you, what are you talking about? I didn't even get to the room yet. I haven't started. I've been in the bathroom this whole time. Well, now we scare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I, you know what? I'm going to wheel this bad boy out. I'm going to throw him back in the recycling. I don't want to see it again. It's scary. I'm going to start fresh. It was talking to me. I think I need therapy. Danielle, we all need therapy. And that's the, <laughs> that's the point. That's valid. I have so little written for this book, FYI. I got a couple of things. So, so are we gonna? Are we? Are we just gonna get into it? So, for the beginning, well, it's it's a logistical question, and it's how the fuck they allegedly got a piano down a set of narrow ass <laughs> stairs. <laughs> the main the main feature of the beginning portion is Jerry finding the piano upstairs. And then his parents bringing it downstairs to the living room and telling him he's going to get piano lessons now. After they literally just moved into an, a, a new home, the first the first order of yes. business. You get the gas hookups. You yeah. get 
you call PG&E, <laughs> and then you get a piano t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> get them down. They call movers specifically to bring it downstairs. Every time you move, you have to come up with a new thing to learn once you get there. You have to reinvent yourself in a new town, and I'm going to be the piano guy. <laughs> so this is, I think, in chapter one. This is uh, when they, when Jerry first discovers that there is an attic door in his closet. The movers were hauling stuff into my room, so I couldn't go in there. I pulled open a door to what I thought was a closet, but to my surprise, I saw a narrow wooden stairway. A narrow wooden stairway. I guessed it led up to the attic. It did. And then you know what they did? They said, we'll just take the piano downstairs. How? Bitch, how? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Now, we've run into a lot of logical conundrums here on this show in terms of plot, but Danielle, you were positing that how is it possible that a grand piano <laughs> in the attic could, one, get up there, and two, get back down from a small hole in the ceiling yeah. of a closet in a child's yes! bedroom? And also so big and so heavy that two grown mover men have a really challenging time getting it downstairs. All right, let's get cracking, gumshoes. <laughs> How are we going to get this piano down? How? <laughs> no. How? Here's how they could have fixed this entire conundrum. The piano is a ghost. Yes. It ghost. goes through walls. Ooh, it's a ghost piano. Yeah, which would have been aligned with everything else because then it's like, how is it making that music? You don't have to have a ghost playing it because the ghost that was playing it also didn't have hands. Yeah, I could just fuck that ghost. It's just be a self-playing piano. The self-playing ghost piano with the spirit of a beautiful musician trapped inside oh, of it. No. Well, maybe the idea was he was hallucinating that it really was a player piano. That's yeah, totally I, it's entirely possible. Actually, I was hoping that it was just a player piano and he was just a big dum dum. Uh, well, he is a big dum dum. But, uh... but I mean, so they 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 literally they manhandle this piano down into the the main Somehow. room. They haven't gotten. They haven't gotten their furniture or their beds, but they got that motherfucking piano situated right there in the den. Who would have taken that much effort to put the piano in the attic, which is harder Someone to who's get- trying to uh, keep a haunted piano uh, away, Jeff. Duh. secrets. How, how hard would you work to escape a ghost? How hard would you work to hide a body? What would you do for a Klondike? <laughs> Bar. 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 Would you hike over the Chilkoot Pass? Would you... Would you would you do that, Jeff? No. Tough guy? Go to Alaska and then and then take it on foot to the Klondike. <laughs> is that where the would Klondike's you, at? Yeah, that's where the Klondike is, Jeff. Would you would you char- would you charter a private would plane? Would you go up the goddamn golden staircase? Would you? would you finally admit that you, mid will go and hike the Klondike for a Klondike bar before getting therapy? <laughs> would you? Would you finally? Would you finally? <laughs> would you finally admit that your relationships are self-sabotage for a Klondike bar? Maybe. <laughs> so, so that, so that piano, it really kicks off the whole book. That piano coming downstairs because if it had just stayed in the attic this whole time, maybe you could have ignored some of that point. But mm. so, what's what's the next thing that happens? And I mean, I don't know. What I don't. I, the only, I literally have two things so written down. The next down. thing, I, all would I have. Be the major things would be the ghost and Dr. Shriek. Uh, so Danielle, you would like to discuss the part where uh, Dr. Shriek is introduced. Which name-wise... Yes, name-wise, I kind of loved it. It was so obvious. So Jerry, Jerome... Jerry Jerome. <laughs> gets, uh, his parents are like, fuck it, piano lessons. We just moved yeah, let's, here. Yeah, let's do this shit. Why not? Let's Wh- do it. Why not? Let's look in the, let's look in the old classifieds. What, what are we at here? And they hire uh, the only guy. Indeed, a tiny ad at the back of the newspaper. Yeah. Tiny ad in the paper. Piano lessons. Dr. Shriek. S-H-R-E-E-K, correct? Yes. A name that if a real person had that name, they'd exactly. change it. Yeah. And so, but instead, they it's the Shriek School. The Shriek. It's his that school That is what as his well. school it's, is called. It's a shriekingly good school and of music. And it's new method piano training, which I appreciate honesty which in advertising there. Is, it was, it was, very it was honest. So, Daniel, do you want to read us a little of that introduction to Dr. Yeah. Shriek? Also, he's a doctor. He's a doctor. And a, and a robot. And a robot. <laughs> so, really not a doctor, more of a robot, but... You could pro- you could make a robot into anything, including a doctor. But before I read his description, I want everyone to bear in mind that he is a robot 
We have to re- we keep reminding. That has been created by Dr. Piggy Wiggle down in the basement. And it is so advanced that it has like a, its own consciousness. Okay. So it does have that. It, it yes. is sentient effectively. Sentient. It is like. And it walks and talks like a man yes, would. And it makes data look like a dipshit. It makes data look like fucking hot yes, garbage. Like, it has goals and dreams. Yes, it has yeah. feelings. And it has a paunch. It does. Yes, this is the good it part. Does have, yes. Okay. yes, it's got a okay. bit of a paunch, yes. <laughs> so, he made a fat robot. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please go on. So he's standing at the living room window. It's a blustery gray day in winter. Looks like it's about to snow. Very heavy, very ominous. Quote... I saw the piano teacher walking up the driveway. He was right on time, two o'clock, because he's a robot. He's a robot. <laughs> he's, he's a robot. <laughs> Pressing my. He could. He couldn't help he, he it. His programming he wouldn't allow just, it. He has to be perfect. Pressing my face against the window, I could see that he was a big. That he was a big. That he was big, kind of fat. So we're going in hard on him already. He wore a long, puffy red coat, and he had bushy white hair. From this distance, he's sort of... A great big bushy beard. A big old bushy belly full of donuts. From this distance, he looked sort of like Santa Claus. He walked stiffly, as if his knees weren't good. Arthritis or something, I guess. (laughs) They built arthritis into a robot. (laughs) They made an arthritic chubby robot. (laughs) That's how advanced it is. It's so advanced. It's like... (laughs) Is this Blade Runner? I think this might be. Sounds a lot like Mr. Blade Runner himself. And the last thing that I'll do uh, is just read this one thing that Dr. Shriek says. Because they, you know, they meet and whatever, it's fine. Uh, but they get along famously. Yeah. I mean, because he's very amicable, this robot. Yeah, he's a very, they made a big, nice, fat robot. Just nice, fat happy. robot yeah. friend. Yes. I love that Mattel toy. Oh, that was so good. It was almost as <laughs> nice, fat robot <laughs> from Hasbro. <laughs> nice, fat robot. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Dr. Shriek put his spongy hand on my shoulder. So note, this robot, in addition to having arthritis and being pudgy, also sweaty. Squishy sweaty. Also clammy hands. A little little sweaty, a little sweaty guy. These are important. My big fat robot friend with with real sweaty (laughs) hand palm action. (laughs) My big fat robot. (laughs) I know I have a funny name, he said, chuckling. Oh, he'd call it out. I (laughs) put... Oh, he gets it. He's I, fun. Yeah, he right? gets he's it. Self-aware. I probably yeah, he's cool. It. I like him. Yeah. But you have to admit, it's a real attention getter. This robot is amazing. This robot is a. It's incredible. I it's actually, so it makes me sad. He's a robot and tries to be bad at the end because I do enjoy Doctor Shriek through most. Uh, he's a he's very fun robot. Yeah, my big fat robot. <laughs> Little sweaty. <laughs> From Hasbro. <laughs> From Hasbro. Real sweat. And he transforms into a, into a velociraptor. Yes. <laughs> Collect all four big fat robot friends and combine them into the Megazord. <laughs> <laughs> Megazord will try to play piano with your hands. <laughs> Can't play piano on its own because its hands aren't. No, that it needs yours. Batteries aren't included. Batteries, batteries are never included. included. Get the fuck off! Batteries are not included. Yeah, we're not. What you think we're gonna give you batteries because you paid twenty dollars? <laughs> Put that on the back of the fuck box. Fuck off! Fuck you! No, no batteries. batteries. <laughs> <laughs> shit! You just bought a toy. You want some more free yeah, shit? Like, what Get else fucked. do you want? No. Ba- batteries are not included. Get your you stupid own cuck. Stupid fucking batteries, you asshole. From Mattel. <laughs> shit. So, so Danielle, you you have you have something to bring up in this book. I do. I think we all could probably speak a little bit on it because there is a, a, a I would say a secret character of sorts. It's a character who you think is going to be important <laughs> and then is absolutely, absolutely pointless, completely useless, never comes back. Mm-hmm. And who is that character? That character is one bonkers. <laughs> 
I don't know if she prefers. <laughs> oh, the name is Bonkers. I thought you meant like that character is, for starters, Bonkers. Yeah. Yes. No, the character's well, name is Bonkers. If you were to ask Jerry Jerome, that would be his take, is that Bonkers is indeed Bonkers. But what is Bonkers? Bonkers is a cat. Mm -hmm. And this is important. <laughs> for some reason. Because, as I have postulated several times earlier in other episodes R.L. Stein hates cats and I'm about to prove it. Alright? <laughs> Alright. Alright. All right. This is chapter one. So this is actually just the second page of chapter one. And uh, Jerry Jerome is introducing Bonkers. Saying, it's not his name. Um, I'm sorry, Joe. What is his name? Jerry. Jerome. He goes by Jerome when he's in trouble. Jerry Jerome. <laughs> I don't know what's so hard about that. I hate you. <laughs> Please go on. <laughs> Let me say right out that Bonkers is not my favorite member of our family. In fact, I keep as far away from Bonkers as I can. No one ever explained to this stupid cat that she's supposed to be a pet. Instead, I think Bonkers believes she's a wild man-eating tiger or maybe a vampire bat. Her favorite trick is to climb up on the back of a chair or a high shelf and then leap with her claws out onto your shoulders. I can't tell you how many good t-shirts have been ripped to shreds by this trick of hers or how much blood I've lost. This cat is nasty. Just plain Vicious. That cat nasty, that bro. Cat nasty. That cat ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter one, we're introduced to Bonkers, the cat, which that seems like a name that you didn't start with and you renamed it later on to Bonkers. So Bonkers is the cat that pops up in chapter one. Before we get into the story proper. The plot. The plot. Nothing else. We know there's this cat yes. and we know this cat is wild. Yeah. This cat must be important, right? Yeah. It got introduced. It got a whole paragraph. It's aggro as shit. It's fucking like ready to kill. There seems to actually be no positive element to this cat based on his description. Absolutely not. According to Jerry Jerome, Bonkers is a piece of shit. Mom and dad loves Bonkers more than Jerry. Yes, also that. Also, his parents hate him. But Yeah, but to be fair, Bonkers did not make Jerry's parents pull the piano down from the ceiling. That Nor did Bonkers entirely. ask yeah. for lessons no. to play the piano. Did, Bonkers asked for nothing. Did, did either of you think that maybe Bonkers was going to be the villain of this book? Like I, absolute, me? I mean, Sarah Beth. It was like, okay, this is monster blood. I did think maybe this cat was potentially a witch for a moment. For sure. If that, it's jumping off shelves at people with claws out, that's totally got some kind of witchy wizardy hooligan vibe i i thought maybe it would turn out that bonkers was playing the piano which oh my god I, that occurred to me and oh I like it like, walk like it's walking across the uh no no it's sitting on the bench it's, it's sitting on the bench up. it is it pulls the it pulls the bench oh closer. hello jerome <laughs> hello, i see you've discovered my horrific secret it has a little wine glass full of milk <laughs> As it turns out, oh, it sniffs. It's a snifter. It's, a snifter it's got a of snifter milk. of milk. It's yeah. swirling the snifter around. And it sounds exactly like Tim Curry. Oh, for sure. Oh, Jerome, God. you have caught me once again. I can't believe you thought a ghost could play dulcet tunes like these. No, it was I. Bonkers. Idiot. Sweet, stupid idiot. You can scratch my ear all you want. I will see you dead. <laughs> I will get to you. Bonkers exists solely in this book to give us one mis misdirect. Yes. One instance of a misdirect. What was that? What misdirect was that? There's a moment, and let me see if I can find it. Hopefully I can, where, where, where Bonkers... Jerry mistakes bonkers for the ghost. I do recall that. Yes, that is one of the fake outs. There is a fake out. And let's see if I can just find bonkers if I type his name into this PDF that I have to read. Also, just so you know, this book not available on Amazon. Nope. You got to you gotta pirate it. You have to pirate it. Yep. 
So says God. I just bought a real copy. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, that's disgusting. You capitalist pig. Oh, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not the I'm not the I'm not the bad guy here. You are. You're the bad guy. You're the bonkers here. (laughs) It's on. um, Oh, I I found it. Yeah. Well, no, I found I found what I was looking for. Oh, okay. Um. So this is so bonkers is only there to be aggro and mean and a cat that literally just scratches and fucks up everybody, yet they still keep it. Which, I mean, we had a cat that scratched and fucked us up all the time, too. We did, but she was fluffy. Um, so this is, uh, this is page for me, 56, 57. Okay. Uh, this is chapter 20. Oh, man. And this is bonkers. This is the reason that bonkers was introduced into this book. For this one gag. And if you look up bonkers in, like, the search of a PDF or digital version, it Bonkers pops up a whole bunch. Yeah, there's a lot of bonkers there's, dropping. There's a lot of there's a lot of bonkers in this book. Guys, I'm getting a I'm getting a note here from all podcasts. Uh-huh. Are they saying don't say bonkers they're, they're anymore? Say, they're they're saying that we we're, we're getting dangerously close to the maximum number of times we can say bonkers <laughs> in a single episode. How much we got left? Uh, the, basically, what they're saying here is based on current market trends. We have about four. Four and a half more, but but okay. again, like this episode's coming out on a Wednesday, so we'll see how things are in the morning Ooh, when when the market's yeah, the open. Market. We, but this is a new quarter, so this is a brand new quarter, and the market. Quarter. Is- oh, we're in Q two. Yeah, we're Q two now. Very mm, okay. Let right me now, let guys. me talk to our our financial advance ad, ad and <laughs> see what they have to say about that. <laughs> our bonkers financial accountants. Hello, this is bonkers. Your financial assistant. run the bonkers numbers. Oh, sir, we're we're in quarter two, but we've already we've already they used wouldn't up twice. run the numbers. They would run the bonkers. Run the Jesus bonkers. Christ, Jeff, keep your <laughs> shit together. Oh my God, do you even know the stock market? So this is near. This is near the end of the book. This is where. Um, uh, Jerry's trying to prove to Kim, the girl across the street, and also is no, no, next, her name the is love Kim. interest, the love interest, Kim Lee Chin. Thank you, Kim Lee Chin, and uh, he's trying to tell her, look, there's a there's a motherfucking ghost, right, playing piano. Yeah, I'm new in town. First of all, first of all, I'm new in town. First off, hi, I'm new. I'm a child. <laughs> I'm new in town. There's a ghost. It. I have a cat. That's a cat. You're going to close with having a cat, are you? So um, this is, he's talking to Kim Lee Chin. Okay. And she's got a big grin on her face. You're a better storyteller than I am. He just told her it's a ghost story. Do you know a lot of ghost stories? This isn't a story, I cried. Suddenly, I was desperate for her to believe me. Kim started to reply, but my mom poked her head into the family room and interrupted. Kim, your mom called. Mom, I'm trying mom. to I'm trying to put in work here. Seriously, I am. Mom, putting... I want her to think I'm cool. Guess I'd better go, Kim said, setting down the hot chocolate mug. I followed her out. We had just reached the family room doorway when the piano began to play. A strange jumble of notes. See, I cried excitedly to Kim. See, now do you believe me? We both turned back to stare at the piano. Bonkers was strutting <laughs> over the keys, his tail straight up behind him. Ah, son of a Kim, bitch. Kim Lee Chin laughed. Jerry, you're so funny. I almost believed you. Jerry, you're so funny. The stupid cat had made a fool of me again. I don't know, Jerry. She seemed into it. Wait, I, I just caught this. The stupid what page cat- was this on? This is for me. It's page fifty-seven. It's it's the beginning of chapter twenty-one. Is is the oh? So for the rest of us, it's page. Uh, hold on. Page whatever. No, I'll tell you. The print version is page uh, ninety-eight. I like how you say the rest of us as if we, uh, as if you and everyone else are, are holding on to physical copies yeah, of the book. Listeners, please, uh, please uh, listen. Let there's us something know. about holding the Goosebumps book and running your fingers over the top where it says Goosebumps and it's imprinted that you can't get with your stupid digital books that are stupid. You don't have to be so horny for paper. Why do you have to be so horny for paper? <laughs> but yeah. I just like that it says that stupid cat had made a fool of me again. As in, like, this is not the first time that Bonkers has fucked up his chances with a girl. Yeah, cock blocked him. Bonkers is constantly cock blocking Jerry. <laughs> no, I think I think the idea here is a little bit more metaphysical. So, like, what was the first the first goof of Bonkers? Uh, I think the first goof was, I think it was just tearing up Jerry's shirt, like he said, like he, the Bonkers just. Hold on, I can I can search I can search bonkers actually. Search by bonkers. Uh, Cross reference bonkers. Yes. Enhance. Yeah. <laughs> Enhance again. 
I found out what I found bonkers first. Uh, the first instance of bonkers being a being a bad cat. Um, when we moved to the new house, I was hoping maybe bonkers would get left behind, but no way. Mom made sure that bonkers was in the car first, right next to me. And of course, the stupid cat threw up in the back seat. <laughs> you ever heard of a cat that gets car sick? She did it deliberately because she's horrible and vicious. Like, whoa, dude. That's, it, it, that's <laughs> wild. That's anyway, I ignored mom's request to keep an eye on her. In fact, I crept into the kitchen and opened the back door, hoping maybe bonkers would yes! run away and get I lost. I was going to talk about that. He tried to get the cat killed. He tried to send it out into the world. Maybe you should go see Dr. Fry, the therapist, for your relationship with bonkers, as opposed to assuming that there's a ghost playing a piano. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Jeff, don't pathologize his relationship, okay? That's unhealthy. He there's like, like, Jerry, is there really a ghost, or is this about bonkers? Don't you say that name. Bonkers. bonkers isn't real. Isn't <laughs> bonkers real isn't real. Was uh, now what if now what if Bonkers was never a real cat, and what if it was just in his mind's mind, what mind's if eye? Bonkers was the greatest goof of all. What if Bonkers was him? He became Bonkers <gasps> whenever he lashed out. Oh shit, dude! He like yeah. So you're what if his alternate like what if his uh what if what if when he's overtaken by fear or rage his mind yes. departs and he becomes bonkers. bonkers? What if this is a Fight Club scenario where yes. he's been bonkers the whole time? It was bonkers all along. It was bonkers all along. Dun dun. I think we've landed on the finale for yeah, what Bonkers is in this book, and is we it's, figured it out. We cracked it. It's his ability. We he's, cracked it. He's unable to 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 deal with the relationship and aggression he has against his parents. Right. So he's got to. So he has to turn associate. Disassociate and turn into a cat named Bonkers. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. It seems reasonable. I'm glad. Yep. All right, we did it. All right. Congrats. Hey. Now we know <laughs> the rest of the story. <laughs> Should uh should we discuss should we discuss the the twist? Yeah, I guess we should get into that. It is the most important thing in the whole book. It is the only thing that really has any consequence in the whole book. I think we have to lead into to I think I think this last chunk that we need to discuss has to involve one, the school. Yes. Two Mr. Toggle. Yes. Can I just say how great it is that uh, Dr. Shriek owns a school but is still doing private lessons outside of that? Yeah. He's, he's a robot and he's willing. He's hardworking. He's a hardworking robot. He's got... <laughs> who an, don't need no don't, man. Don't need right. no man. Just an independent, hardworking android. Who, Sorry, that, that would have been better for a can we talk about apologies. Let us move on. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, So yeah, the, the end part of the book, there's... The book seems like, okay, creepy teacher, ghost piano, and then you're like, okay, where is this going to go? And then the environment shifts. Then it turns into being about the get, a basement. Then, then, it gets, then it stops being about monsters and starts getting real. Yeah. That's right. The real world. Uh, Ghosts. <laughs> no, real world, new Goshen. New Goshen. That's right. That's right. That's where we, that is where we are. The the book switches from being a ghost story to being a sci-fi story. Yeah, not not a very good one. And not a very good one. But then it switches back to being kind of like sci-fi supernatural. Yeah, it's very strange. The book the the the, the vibe takes a switch. So Jerry Jerry eventually is so good at playing piano. His, his hands so beautiful so so good gorgeous yeah. gorgeous hands and can i say they always make a point to say how beautiful his hands he's are he's got these nice his hands hands are fucking gorgeous can okay I, but having god jeff these hands oh. though i want to know two things one what makes hands gorgeous and two what does having attractive hands have anything to do with being good at playing piano well only attractive people can play piano well true That's Beethoven yeah. fucked all the time. Yes. Beethoven, well, actually, <laughs> did, kind of did. Did he? Did he? Uh, Mozart was more the partier. No. Mozart fucked all the time. Oh, Mozart was a fuck. Like a fuck boy. He's a fuck boy. <laughs> Mozart was, was a, a fuck. fuck boy. You've heard it here. <laughs> yeah, well, so uh, he his, he goes to, he, he now is taking lessons offside because he's so good. He has to go to Dr. Shriek's school, which again shows how little his parents care about him because it's literally a derelict, abandoned looking building. And they're like, please go in there. His mom's just like, just go fucking find him. It's fine. And he, he's he's at the, the school. And then 
and then he meets, I think, Daniel, Mr. He Mr. meets Pumble. Danielle? He meets Danielle. He meets, me. <laughs> he meets Danielle. I'm a robot. He meets uh, the other character in the book, Mr. Mr. Toggle, which is such a great name since it's like a toggle switch because of electronics and robots. So and stuff. It's super subtle, though. I don't know if you guys would have picked up on it. Very subtle. Do you, do you have a description of Mr. Toggle when we meet him, Danielle? Hot damn, do I. So And also, he meets Mr. Toggle by accident. He thinks he's like the janitor. Yeah, and uh, boy, is he wrong. <laughs> so I spun around to see a tall wiry man with long scraggly black hair and a stubbly black beard he wore a yellow t-shirt under denim overalls mm. he's a minion he's <laughs> yes he's a he's a he's like uh if if the bus driver from the simpsons became a minion Okay. A great, a great big bushy beard is my contribution. He's, Please go on. He's Otto from The Simpsons plus a minion. Got yes. it. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Gives you a good mental image, doesn't right? it? It's very clear. Oh god, <laughs> no. <laughs> Dear God, no. <laughs> oh yes, yes. So the big, the big twist. Who oh, wants yeah. to who wants to tell us who wants to give us like no. their best synopsis of the big no, twist? I, 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 I would you? be delighted. Yes. Yeah. I would be delighted to describe it. Explain it to me as if I was a dullard. Yeah. Explain it to All me right. like I'm dumb. Okay. <laughs> Ding dongs. <laughs> Present. This is the this is who represents the who represents the dings? I. I represent dings. I, I come from the dong clan. I'm here to represent the dong. <laughs> So, <laughs> so, Mr. Toggle is a, I'm going to go with self-taught AI and roboticist <laughs> who has managed to create a school's worth of facsimile robotica <laughs> that... Can th can, that can do anything. He made them. What he made a robot. He made a fat robot <laughs> with arthritis. With arthritis. With arthritis. <laughs> he made a fat arthritic creepy robot, but who was charismatic enough to not come across as a robot. But not. But but also like responsible enough to run a school. Yeah. Anyway. I know this is very specific robot. He loves he loves robots. Can't get enough of them. But gosh dang it, wouldn't you know it? He can't make hands. <laughs> what? Why not? Now, the human heart yeah. mapping out the cerebral cortex, yeah. your liver, he can figure all that shit out. Facial hands, expressions, muscle, no. like synthetic Why muscle. He make hands. Yeah. Because they're too... <laughs> Danielle, yeah. there's just too many little... You ever you ever look at your hand? There's just so much, like, there's a lot of stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, it's a whole there's lot. A lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's all red. It's so, like... The th the first time the first time he the first time he got a hand and he was like this should be too hard and he was like oh God zoinks damn. that's a lot uh, there's oil. a lot in there they didn't teach this at MIT oh geez where I didn't go <laughs> and so he was like but I need those hands and then everyone everyone was like what could you possibly need really good hands for playing piano and they go oh well of course that's nothing you may you you've basically won the nobel prize by creating virtually intelligent <laughs> robot machines in 1993 yeah, but, but mainly it's hands i need though yeah. because i like the music that can be played i and love like, live piano music so much and that really gets me going <laughs> and then everyone's like what the fuck are you talking <laughs> everyone about it's their own kink okay yeah so so his kink is to remove the hands and presumably kill the people yeah, he removes them from. Yes, that is a question that has to be. That's one of the implications, and that's where this book really goes off the rails. Not when it it doesn't distinctly but here's, say that. Here's the question I have, though, right? Because we have the cover of the book, right? Where it just shows a pair of hands playing piano. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that what's happening? No, that's what I picked. Because I would argue it's actually more impressive that he. Could he could that, take human hands yeah. and attach them to robotic wrists That's what that you would assume. allow them to play piano? But no, the hands are just floating free <laughs> no. form above Which the keys. Also, quite impressive. So, 
Okay, so then there's another question. Yeah. Can can my so it's a literal phantom limb yes. where it's a hand ghost. Yes. It's and a then a regular ghost. ghost. But it's not but the hand so the hands themselves are not ghost hands. They're they actual independent independent creatures. They're they're independent hands that don't need no man they don't need or no woman man. or child to be attached to. I'm a strong, independent hand. I don't need no wrist. That's right. Get the fuck out of here with the that. Co- the cover is literally just a pair of hands playing piano. That's literally what it is. There's no body. There's nothing. Um, and apparently, so it, it goes back to kind of like the ghost woman playing piano is before we get to the end part where it's like, oh, shit, a lot of hands playing piano. It's literally a room full of yeah, pianos. Can we, uh, <laughs> take a moment to just describe the room because it is... Um, the reveal of the room. So he's being chased by Dr. Shriek because he's quitting school. <laughs> he's quitting piano school. How dare you? His mom and dad were like, look, we paid for the lesson. Go in there. Be a man. Be Shut the fuck up. Go fucking. God, I hate Put you. on your big <laughs> Go, go in there. I'm going to leave and the door open and maybe you'll wander out and never come back. We're at Ma- and, and he's like, Mom, can you wait outside for a second while I go tell him? She's like, no, we paid for the hour. Go yeah. and go and waste go, time. Yes, go fuck around. I got and, a date. And so Dr. Shriek is, is basically revealed himself to be not as nice because he's like, you can't quit. I need them hands. They're so pretty. Um, And then he chases them and then he finds himself in a room with... In my mind, mm. dozens of pianos. Oh yeah, I'm picturing dozens a lot. Of, sure. There's a lot of pianos. Yes. Yeah, and they're all being um, like chaperoned by one robot apiece, mm-hmm. plus human hands. Yeah, <laughs> playing. Can I? Okay, unattached to anything. This is. This is I'm just gonna read the short little paragraph because this room <laughs> is what everything pivots on, right? Yeah. So this is uh, the end of chapter 24. He's hearing piano music. It's deafening. It's like a roar of thunder. And at first, when he steps in, the room was a blur. Then it slowly began to come into focus. I saw row after row of black pianos. Beside each piano stood a smiling instructor. Instructors all looked alike. They were all bobbing their heads in time to the music. Yeah, yeah, that beat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fuck the groove, yeah. That's the, groove. the music was being played by... It was being played by... Me? Yes, <laughs> it was being played by Joe. Nice. That bastard. Nice. I gasped, staring from row to row. The music was being played by... Hands! Ah! Human hands floating over the keyboards. No people attached. No people. Just hands! hands. No people. (laughs) No people attached. Too hot for people. So is this this whole thing, because there's a million ways they could have still made this sort of make sense. (laughs) They could have been like, all right, we got these robots. There's there's literally no reason that the hands should not have been attached to robots. Jeff, I love that. You're like, they could have stepped away from the ledge at (laughs) any time. They could have they could have done they could have done the right thing at any time. The whole point of the the whole point of the whole ripping off people's hands and making them play piano is that he could not make robot hands good enough to play piano well. It makes sense for them to be like, well, all, I have these robots and I'm, I need hands for the robots and the best hands to get are people hands. Not that these hands are now being oh, bewitched by sorcery yeah, by, of some sort. Hands. Now they're fucking like animated, reanimated. This is necromancy. He's a fucking genius robot yeah. maker. Necrohancy. <laughs> and we're done with this episode. Oh, no, it was right. There. And we're finished with this episode of our show. <laughs> we we listen. I think well, guys, we did it. Yes, we did it. Joe, it you took really, you it took it. two days. It did. But look where we are. That extra day really made Necrohancy like bubble around in your head. <laughs> It, it literally, oh God, Zooks! But here's the, the okay, uh, Daniel. And there's another part I'd like you to reread if you can. It's got to oh, be sure. close. Absolutely. So, so he's like hands, 
that. And literally, Doctor Mr. Toggle's just like, I just like music. I yeah, just like right? like what's your fucking problem? I just like I, I just, just like, like music, song. I just okay? like it. I just like it. So these are all the hands of former students. Yes. One of which being the lady who's haunting his piano. What a coinkydink. What a coinkydink. And and they finally. They stand up. They rise up like Hamilton. Yes, Hamilton. Rise up when you're living on your knees. And they decide to fight back. Is it the hand? Could you read the description of that, Danielle? Because I don't remember. Do the physical human hands make him go murder him in the woods, or is it ghost hands? Right. Right. Okay. Mm. So, is uh, it ghost? Is it ghost hands? I don't remember it, which it is. It's Here's here it is. It's when they pile on and they start slapping his butt a bunch. They do. They oh, do they slap that booty? Get a little handsy. Oh. <laughs> All right. No. Get away. Get away. Mr. Toggle shrieked. He turned and tried to flee through the doors, but I blocked his path. <laughs> I got you. I, 12-year-old blocked his path. <laughs> And the ghosts swarmed over him. Oh, ghosts. Okay, so it was wait, ghosts. Wait, wait, wait. A their, swarm of hand ghosts. The ghosts swarmed Their hands pulled him down. Okay, so ghosts are swarming, mm-hmm. but it's hands that are pulling. And these ghosts don't have no hands. Yeah, they all got no hands. How do they know which hands is theirs? Yeah, they can't tell. Uh, you know, you can just tell. So, So all the ghosts show up. They see their hands. They're like, the fuck. Yeah. So The, the fudge. Fuck. And then they take the hands, drag Mr. Toggle to the woods, assumedly to be murdered. Yes. Yeah, they do. I, I have that um, because I really, really wanted to talk about it. <laughs> the implication of it. Yes. So the ghostly hands swarmed over Mr. Toggle and lifted him off the floor. He squirmed and struggled. It reminds me of a 13. That reminds me of 13 ghosts, that scene where they pick him up. Everything reminds you of 13 ghosts, you freak. Go on, Danielle. They carried him to the door and then out. I followed to the doorway to watch. (laughs) (laughs) They wait to see this shit. Fuck yeah, this is going to be so dope. (laughs) Mr. Toggle appeared to be floating, floating into the deep woods beside the school. The hands carried him away. He disappeared into the tangled trees. Bye, bitch. I knew I'd never see him again. Wow. Yeah, right? Wow. (laughs) I knew he was dead. He was dead. He's for sure dead. But how? Are they they strangling him? Yeah, are they going to drown him? What's going on? It's winter. Is he going to take him to an icy lake and throw him in? They're obviously going to rip him to pieces. Obviously, yeah. You're right. That's true. They're going to break his arms and legs at the joint and then remove (sighs) them. Like in my favorite new show, Invincible. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've, I started watching the, reading the comic, and I'm like, I don't think I can watch the show. <laughs> it's going to be really violent. It is. Oh, man. Oh, man. It is rough. It is rough seas, sailor. Oh, oh yeah, man. I don't know. I've seen like a couple clips, and I'm just And like, you have dad issues, so I don't think you should watch it. <laughs> yeah, this one, I'm like, I don't know if I can watch this. Yeah. J.K. Simmons and Stephen Yuen have a, have a, they're electric together though. Oh, I Let bet. me tell you. Oh, J.K. Simmons, such a good guy. Watch that man read the phone book. Tell you. Sell me insurance. Uh, he does sell you insurance. That's yeah. true. Did did we do it? I think we did it. <laughs> this book is insane. This book yeah, is this book is absolutely a fever dream, and I'm I'm really happy that we got a chance to read it. Yep, it was an experience. It was an experience. Yes. Yes, we made it through, and uh, we our minds are still somehow intact. Yeah. Mostly. I give this book five piano keys out of... How many keys are on a piano? Fifty. Fifty. Five, <laughs> five uh, out of fifty. Are there really fifty? I don't know. I have no idea. Did, did it. <laughs> Joe, you want to break us off a piece of that plug... <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you to the band Dog Party for the use of our theme song, Bad Dream, off of the album Hit and Run. It's a wonderful song by a wonderful band. You can check them out at dogpartylive.com and dogparty.bandcamp.com. The next book that we are going to be reading is going to be, I'm going to look it up right now because I don't know what it I is. I think it's the bees one. Is it the bees uh, one? I think so. The one with Nick uh, Cage? Would, yeah. Uh, yeah, the... Uh, Why I'm no. afraid of bees? 
I thought that was no. I don't think it's that. That listen, the next book we're gonna be reading is the Werewolf of Fever Swamp. Oh shit! We this started is, that and we didn't go yeah. further with it. It was promising. It was promising. Yeah. Well, we're gonna read that one next. Goosebumps fourteen, the Werewolf of Fever. Nice swamp. I already own uh, that one too, which is good. Yep. Geesebumps is just one piece of a lot of mom hat comedy content, and one day we'll have a website to reflect <laughs> this. But uh, you can check out our episodic Let's Play show called JoJo Has Fun, J O E J O E H A S F U N on YouTube. You can also check out our fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast, which we did a feed drop of last week because we couldn't find time to record this episode. It makes you wonder <laughs> with comedy like that, how could you not find the time? Know, it's right? actually yeah. pretty easy not to find the time. Uh, that's available anywhere podcasts can be found, and it is called The Rolls We Made. Um, if you want to get at us, you can do so on Gmail at geesebumpspod at gmail.com or geesebumps underscore pod at Twitter. And, and also Insta. Geesebumps Pod. Is it underscore on Insta? Both. Yep. Twitter and cool. Insta underscore pod. Uh, yeah. And I believe that's all of the plugs. And next uh, next week will be a mini bump uh, spearheaded by JoJo. Yes. They call is- me the Night Howler. Slappy World number 10. Jojo will do a reading of it, and then he will explain it to Danielle and I, who will we not do be reading it. do call him the Night Howler, P.S. Yes. So the Night Howler. Yeah, they call me the Night Howler. Slappy World number 11. Um, uh, and also, if um, I know a lot of you listen on Apple Podcasts, and we appreciate you listening. We love you. You are awesome. Please leave us a five-star review. Thank you. We would love you more if you did that. We we are eternally grateful. Hey, 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 our love is not conditional or transactional, Jeff. God, you God, I gotta go. I'm so mad. I know. I Fuck. every we have this argument literally every week, guys. Man. Is love transactional? Oh, Joe is she's fucking he's no. gone now. He just Oh man. Yeah, he's done. He 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 can't stand the transactional so love mad. anymore. Okay, I'm back. I got over All right, it. you got you breathe, you breathe. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll do it. Right, bud. Daniel, you want to you give us that last passage? I sure do. All right. A few weeks later, my life had pretty much returned to normal. Dad put an ad in the newspaper and sold the piano right away to a family across town. Their problem now. That was me. It left a space in the family room, so Mom and Dad got a big screen TV. I never saw the ghost woman again. Maybe she moved out with the piano. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that is the actual line. (laughs) Not the I don't give a fuck part, but. (laughs) I made some good friends that was starting to get used to my new school. I was thinking seriously of trying out for the baseball team. I'm not a great hitter, but I'm good in the field. What? (laughs) Yeah. Uh. <laughs> this is the dumbest ending line. Fuck up. It's not that way. It's the last one. I'm good in the field. Everyone says I have great hands. No one says that. Everyone says it. He said it right here. Also, you have a baseball glove on. Oh. <laughs> and then the episode ended. <laughs> My name is JoJo and I have a PhD. My name is Danielle and I have a... My name is Jeff and I'm going to cut my hands off and donate them to needy children who want to play pianos. (laughs) (laughs) This has been Geesebumps, the TGV Goosebumps podcast. And until next time, stay out of the basement. Just like somebody I used to...